the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. <laughs> I'm in a particularly good day, uh, mood today. Y'all want to know why? Because it's really just Joe Burrow's world and we're all living in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let me gloat for a moment. You Kansas City Chiefs fans. I, I didn't even know my man Joe Burrow was in the AFC Championship game. That's how long it's been since I watched it in the NFL. <laughs> but I am pleased today to announce that my man Joe Burrow, spelled E-E-A-E-A-U-X, actually defeated Kansas City yesterday, and I'm just in a great mood on behalf of my uh, the uh, the my the greatest LSU Tiger alum. So bear with me for a moment as I gloat. Because I'm cranky when I got to get into my topics I got to talk about tonight. We got to talk about uh, Gavin Newsom being busted. Speaking of the NFL and the NFC championship game, we're going to talk about that. We got to talk. And why? Why? Because why is it? You ought to know by now that the people that are coming up with these mandates don't, don't live under them. And the fact that they don't ought to tell you that they're not worried about it. They're not worried about this COVID. Right? We got to talk about that. We got to talk about misinformation, right, and censorship. Because I'm sad to report today, and we got we might have a little debate going on here. But uh, Joe Rogan is no longer he's no longer rogue. Okay, Joe Rogan caved, in my opinion, he caved, and so did Spotify. Caved to who? Why? Because Joni Mitchell came out this weekend and decided to join in with Neil Young. And somebody named Niels Lofgren I've never even heard of. So we got to talk about the updates on the Spotify because a lot of people were giving them last, including me last week, giving them props for being the outlet of, for freedom and freedom of speech. And today, unfortunately, I've got a report on the truth is, is how they have joined in on the censorship. And, and as a part of our conversation tonight on misinformation and censorship, we've got to bring in the publisher of Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book, about the real Anthony Fauci because it has been banned everywhere. It's hard to believe it's the number one book in the country given how it's been banned and people can't even run ads anywhere for it. Tony Lyons, who's the president and publisher of Skyhorse Books, who published the real Anthony Fauci, will be here uh, to talk about his book. And of course, if we didn't have misinformation, which funded and fueled these mandates across the country and destroyed industries and destroyed economies and destroyed people's lives, we wouldn't have a need for this Truckers for Freedom rally we've got going on across the country uh, up north in Canada. So we're going to be talking about that a little bit later on the show because there's some questions as to uh, whether or not America and America's truckers might be joining in that. So we've got uh, Rebecca Terrell will be here from. She's got an article out on the New American about the semis that are stretching at least 45 miles on their way to Ottawa. So we're going to we're going to give you guys an update on that and share that freedom rally and give props to those up not even in the United States of America given their time and their energy to push for freedoms. Joining me now to to uh, continue the discussion as he is every night is uh, my buddy, it's DJ Petitskins. And I'd like to say now that I'm getting paid exactly the same as DJ Petitskins did last year. It's funny because it's true. Can't hear you. 
Still not on. I love me some Canadian truckers. Uh, yes, we do too. I love some Canadian bacon, by the way. Maybe they've got some Canadian bacon on there, so, uh, on the trucks along the way. Look, um, uh, Joe Rogan comes out and um, issued some statements. Actually, he did like a 10-minute long video. We're going to pay a cl- couple of clips for you guys um, because, what? well, let's bring people up to date. Um, we all know that last week it was Neil Young who said, look, it's either me or Joe Rogan on Spotify. Uh, Neil Young with his music has about, I think, 2 million followers. Joe Rogan, 200 million every month. Joe Rogan has a $100 million contract with Spotify. Spotify removed Neil Young. Everybody thinks it's over. Win for free speech. So then Joni Mitchell. I don't even know a Joni Mitchell song, right? And and, and Joni Mitchell. Oh, and then Joni Mitchell uh, was joined by Peter Frampton from Frampton Comes Alive. Who even knew Peter Frampton was still alive, right? And that, based upon that, has Spotify coming out and issuing this statement. We're working to add a content advisory to any podcast episode that includes a discussion about COVID. This advisory will direct listeners to our dedicated COVID-19 hub, a resource that provides easy access to data-driven facts, up-to-date information as shared by scientists, physicians, academics, and public health authorities around the world, as well as links to trusted sources. Spotify, unless you've got Dr. Malone, Peter McCullough, Dr. Simone, Dr. Yader and the other, what, 17 or 18,000 doctors who signed the Great Barrington Declaration as part of your hub, you're no better to me than Twitter or Facebook. In fact, you're worse. And that's why a lot of people are putting out that there's an option to Spotify today. I want you to know this from the president or CEO that from the very first days of the pandemic, Spotify has been biased towards action. We launched, then they go on about their educational resources, how much money they've given to the World Health Organization and COVID-19 vaccines, global access to increase vaccine equity and to support the Go Give One fundraising campaign, GAC. The one good thing that's come out of this is Spotify, take Spotify off of your list of free speech platforms if that's really who you thought that they were. That's what was exposed here. Also exposed, given Joe Rogan's comments today, is what I said to y'all back when he confronted Sanjay, Sanjay Gupta. When he had Sanjay Gupta from CNN on his show, and he confronted Sanjay Gupta about the fact that CNN said that he was taking horse dewormer. And I said that night, I said, stop patting Joe Rogan on the back. The only thing he confronted them on was for what they said about him. He did not confront them on the fact that ivermectin and other therapeutics are working and would have saved hundreds of thousands of lives. Don't count Joe Rogan as some kind of hero. Did I not say that, Skins? You did. I did. I also talked last week about how Republicans need to stop taking the bait and thinking every time one person from from Hollywood or one, or like a Kirsten Cinema or a Joe Manchin that just because they do one little thing that you like that suddenly they're heroes. And we've got conservative too many conservatives in the media that we thought were conservative heroes that are riding the fence post, not willing to take a risk because they want to protect their audience and i.e. their pocketbook. That brings me to today's Joe Rogan's uh, 10-minute long video. I'm going to have Skins play a couple of minutes here, and then we'll give you our perspective. Uh, Those episodes were labeled as being dangerous. They had dangerous misinformation in them. The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today, is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. Like, for instance... 
eight months ago if you said if you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID and you can still spread COVID. You would be removed from social media. They would they would ban you from certain platforms. Now that's accepted as fact. If you said, I don't think cloth masks work, you would be banned from social media. Now that's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you said, I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. Now that's on the cover of Newsweek. All of those theories that at one point in time were banned were openly discussed by those two men that I had on my podcast that have been accused of dangerous misinformation. I do not know if they're right. I don't know because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a person who sits down Let's and talks cut that to people and has conversations. Okay, so he goes out and he labels and he goes through all these different points that the left has pushed out as fact initially that then now are accepted to not have been true. And then he describes, but he doesn't he doesn't address the fact that why? Why were oh and then he goes on to say that these two doctors were the ones that initially were speaking out about the truth about masks, about the truth about the shots. How did they go, Joe Rogan? Why didn't you address the fact that what is now accepted as fact was fact all along? And that these and then he goes on to say that these doctors knew that from the beginning. And then he says, but I I still don't know that these doctors are right. What? What? These doctors proved that they were right all along and that they were the ones that should have been listened to all along. And yet you're still saying you don't know if what they're saying is true or not. And you don't bother to put out the fact that it's not just accepted as fact now accidentally. How did it go from you once it being something that would have you removed from social media to now accepted as fact when it was fact all along? Because this has been a part of a misinformation campaign, intentionally killing American people by denying therapeutics for power. For power. That's what these doctors have been saying all along. And you're na- and yet you're still saying you don't know if what these doctors are saying are true. And then he goes on. Play, play the next clip, Skins. My pledge to you is that I will do my best to try to balance out these more controversial viewpoints with other people's perspectives so we can maybe find a better point of view. I don't want to just show the, the contrary opinion to what the narrative is. I want to show all kinds of opinions. I am going to do my best in the future to uh, balance things out. I'm going to do my best. But my. Yeah, stop right there. I don't want to hear him anymore. I'm disgusted by him. The more I hear him, it makes me angry. Balance? These mans, they, where is the balance? You, you had these guys on one time on your show. When we've had two years of 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, lies and disinformation pushed to us. These men have been banned and censored everywhere. And, and, you, and you already had Sanjay Gupta on your show. The imbalance is the amount of time that these men have been allowed to speak. In fact, it was Fauci himself who, who it was busted in emails for trying to have every doctor who signed on the Great De- Barrington Declaration to be vilified and defamed when they have been right all along. This is complete capitulation. And I know that you don't agree with me, Skins. Feel free to speak up. 
No, it's okay. I, I just, uh, you know, it's just going to be agreeing to, dis- to, to disagree. I don't think that he was kowtowing. I think I, his, his statement on wanting to have both sides of the equation out there, I think, was an honest one. But he's already had both sides, though. I pro- he's basically saying, I, you know, I'm going to do better by being more balanced. You had Sanjay Gupta on first, and you didn't even bust him on the lies. He and, and he says and, and he talks about uh, um, I'm going to be open booking. He's told others he'd be open to booking changes, booking more mainstream e- experts after the controversial ones. Why are why would Malone and McCullough be considered controversial? Because they've been vilified. In spite of the fact that they were right all along, why are they controversial? They're controversial because they dared to speak up against the lies and the misinformation that's been pushed out by this government. This shouldn't be controversial. They've been right. They've been correct. The doctors that were correct from the beginning, according to Joe Rogan, he still considers to be controversial. I get it, Joe Rogan. You got a $100 million contract and you don't want to jeopardize a dime of it. On top of the fact that he was, he's not, he, I think he's honest when he's saying, that he didn't know if these guys are right or not, that he has people sit down and his goal is to entertain and, you know, just have conversations with people. He's not somebody who is clearly understands or really gives a crap. He had access to the package that others are being denied in hospitals and are dying without, which is the ivermectin, the budesonide, the hydroxychloroquine, basically stuff that you can walk across the border and get at the, at the Tijuana airport. It's okay to disagree with me. That's just how I see it, Skins. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I have no problem d- disagreeing with you when you're not, ru- and you are are correct on several points. Thank you. So we're going to take a break, and, and uh, we're going to we're and I think it's perfect timing to have the publisher of the real Anthony Fauci on here because that's who should be controversial. The man who's been lying, and not just from the start on COVID, but going back to HIV, SARS-CoV two, swine flu, and etc. Stay tuned. The Andrea K. Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. A.K., Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before the break and at the open, we were talking about giving you guys an update on Spotify Joe Rogan uh, story, and I was complaining about criticizing Joe Rogan from a variety of different standpoints, one of which was him continuing to refer to Drs. Malone and Dr. McCullough as controversial. And I said that, and I asked, posed the question, why, why are these men who, who Joe Rogan admits himself were right from the beginning, why would he continue to refer to them as controversial? They are not who should be considered controversial. They would be the experts. They, they are the actual experts. They're considered controversial because they've been allowed to be vilified too long. The real disinformation campaign has come out of Fauci. He's the one, the CDC and the media, he's the one who should be considered controversial. And there's ongoing efforts to keep the truth about him from being disseminated to the American people, along with the truth about the science regarding COVID and the shots. Joining me now to discuss is Tony Lyons, president and publisher at Skyhorse Books. 
and he is the publisher of JFK uh, Robert F Kennedy Jr's that's just habit to say R you know RFK Robert F Kennedy Jr's new book The Real Anthony Fauci and y'all know that um, I just loved Robert F Kennedy Jr's speech a week ago in which he referred to this as turnkey totalitarianism of course the turnkey totalitarianism could not have happened but for the long entrenched reign of fraud Fauci. Hi, Tony Lyons. Thank you for being here on the Andrea K show. Hey, great. Thanks for having me here. And let me just point out, since you mentioned Dr. Malone, that we're going to be publishing his book called Lies My Government Told Me. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome news. And of course, the left will be trying to keep anybody from from seeing that and reading that as well as they are um, our, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book, The Real Anthony Fauci. Um, what what uh, does, does this book expose about Fauci and therefore the reason why they're trying to keep you from reading it? Yeah, let me just tell you first that The, the Real Anthony Fauci sold almost 800,000 copies in all formats in less than two and a half months. And that was despite a total media blackout, meaning that, you know, major bookstores boycotted it. There was no review in any major newspaper in the country. Um, there was censorship of sales reporting, censorship on bestseller lists. Big tech uh, platforms wouldn't let us advertise for it. Even the New York Times wouldn't let us advertise for it. So, you know, they accepted the, uh, the ad. We made a deal to pay them $18,000 for it. And, and then it became this incredible back and forth over what the ad could actually say. So, you know, there, there are all these crazy sides to it, but it's so clear that people don't want you to read these kinds of books, that Dr. Fauci, that people who he works with in the U.S. government, that big pharma companies don't want you to read these kinds of books, wants you to think that somebody like Dr. Malone is, is so controversial. These are not controversial people. This book, the real Anthony Fauci, it's got 2,194 citations. I mean, this is incredibly well-researched. So it's not controversial until Dr. Fauci comes forward and contradicts it and gives us facts that disprove some of these allegations. Um, I, uh, you, uh, Joe Rogan mentions a few things in his, in his uh, video today about things that are accepted as fact now. Um, that would have gotten you removed from social media years ago, uh, uh, last year, like if things from the masks and that uh, the shots didn't keep you from getting it and giving it, and a variety of different things, all were lies that were pushed out. And the reason why, and the, and the reason why they're out now is not because, and, and accepted as fact now is not because it's only because they were forced. Uh, they couldn't. They couldn't deny these truths any longer. There was no way for them to continue to push the lie. For example, that masks worked. There was no way that they could push continue to push the lie that these shots would stop you from getting it and giving it. It's not because they have a, have an idea to be you know a reason to be or desire to be honest with the American people. Um, does your book ex- go into details or explanation as to what is the motivation behind why Fauci? perpetrated such a lie and a hoax on the American people with all of these mandates and all of these lies that were never about science. Sure. So, you know, Dr. Fauci says that he represents science and that anybody who disagrees with him about anything is science, you know, is, is anti-science and is selling misinformation. And of course that isn't true. I mean, that has, 
It's such a fundamentally flawed view of what science is. So Dr. Fauci repeatedly through his whole career avoided any medication, any treatment that wasn't covered by patents. So it was all about money. It was all about financial entanglements. I mean, this is the worst kind of corruption. And that's what this book really shows. It, it shows that he did not care about public health, that he never cared about public health. What he cared about was making a financial return on investment for his partner. Yeah. And in fact, we had last week um, uh, Mr. Adam Angievsky from Open the Books, who's, who's been having to fight tooth and nail to get the truth about uh, Anthony Fauci's contract, how he's paid, what his financial holdings are, his investments, the details on his investments, because clearly um, the protocols in hospitals, uh, the details around the shots, the denial of therapeutics that that uh, could have saved hundreds of thousands of lives that are cheap uh, versus what remdesivir costs in hospitals and how they're paying hospitals to put you know people on ventilators. I mean, all these protocols seem to be about um, let's, you know, we, in order to push these shots out for Pfizer to make $30 billion, we've got to deny that these cheap treatments work. And then if somebody does go into the hospital, the only treatment they're allowed to take is the one that, that, uh, Medicare, Medicaid can charge $300 a pill for remdesivir instead of a few bucks here. So it sure right. seems so, like it's all a money play. Yeah. And, and not only do you, deny that any of these things can work as part of the playbook, but you try to vilify all of the very serious scientists and the very serious writers and researchers, people like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Dr. Malone, um, because that's part of the way by discrediting them, you can avoid having to answer any of these allegations. So that's, that's the idea. And, and Dr. Fauci himself you know, makes all of these comments that sort of give you a window into how his mind works. So somebody asked him what his favorite book was, and he said it was The Godfather. And they asked him, <laughs> you know, what's your favorite line in that book? And his answer is, it's not personal, it's just business. So it's wow. the classic mafia line. So would any of us, would any people listening to this show want to have the most powerful official in charge of public health say that he's more involved, that he cares more about business than he does about people, about things that are personal. So he's saying that himself. And he just has so much power that so far he's been able to get away with it, that he doesn't have to answer the allegations people make. He can just help to defame them. Well, and he's had cover by the media. He's had cover by multiple administrations. I found out from Open the Books that it was uh, George W. Bush who jacked up his salary sky high so he would, quote, prevent the next pandemic. On what successful measurements did George W. Bush jack his salary up? Because that was long after his failures during AIDS in which he, you know, experimented on foster kids with with shots that didn't work. Um, It was um, long after. Pardon me? Yeah, and that and and those kinds of things are all well covered and well documented in the book. The experimentation on on foster kids, on poor black and Hispanic kids all around the world, including in the United States. So, you know, those are shocking revelations in the book that are, like I said, really well documented. And his playbook is just 
not to address any of these claims because he doesn't have good answers. So like you said, he's this incredibly powerful guy. If he had good answers, he could get on any TV show. He could get on the front page of any newspaper coming down and saying there are 20 allegations in Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book, and I can disprove any of them. And here's a team of experts to help me do it. But he isn't doing that. He isn't responding in, in any way other than to participate in any way that he can with the censorship of uh, these kinds of books and the defaming of serious doctors and researchers. As well as the defaming of, uh, you know, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. You know, this was a guy that, you know, uh, the the left, you know, loved until he decided to come out. And and, and you, this is the same kind of thing that happens in Hollywood. You'd be a hero one day, but if they comb through your Twitter feed and you said something they didn't like from 20 years ago, um, you know, they're going to, you're now a zero and they're going to cancel you out. Um, you know, this, this, you know, sure. he's, he's a true believer. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is. This is not some, something that's just new to him. He, much of his life's work has been doing research and trying to get the truth to the American people as to shots and vaccines. Um, you know, go Google, um, uh, Joni Table Talk, his, you know, his interviews and on that show go, are, go into great depth in terms of his work on, on all vaccines, by the way. Um, but the reason why the left doesn't want you to read this book is because if, if half of this country, even 20% or 10% of this country, uh, adults read that book, they wouldn't, they wouldn't pay another nickel's attention to anything fraud Fauci has to say. Not another person would have their arm out for a shot and we'd all be pushing back en masse. We'd, the, our entire nation would be like those truckers up in Ottawa, wouldn't they? Right. I mean, I mean, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has been fighting corruption at the government level and greed at the corporate level for the last 35 years. Yes. I mean, he has no conflicts of interest whatsoever. He's not making a penny on this book. It's totally charitable. He's donating all of his royalties. Whereas, you know, like you said before, Dr. Fauci has all these financial entanglements, is the highest paid public official in the country. Uh, You know, Forbes says that he has a a golden parachute when he when he leaves or, or hopefully gets fired. He's going to get uh, $350,000 a year for the rest of his life. And I don't even think that we've gotten to the bottom of what some of his other sources of income might be. Yeah, that's uh, the Forbes um, article there is from Adam Angievsky, who was on my show last week or the week before. And he's he's still digging. He's only gotten about 500 pages of the what was skins was it 2,500 pages or something of his financial records. And most of the pages he got were redacted. <laughs> So <laughs> they're trying to fight. We, we, you know, I want to see his contract. One of the things Adam talked about was how is it that he is allowed to go and do, he did 400 interviews the first year of COVID. Is he even allowed to be doing that kind of according to his contract, right? Uh, in, in terms of, of publicity. So there's a lot that we don't know about uh, his work and how he's paid and how he's compensated as well as that of his wife. And it's incredibly disturbing because it just even and that's just when we look at it from a number standpoint and from a dollar standpoint, there's also a communistic power standpoint going on here. Um, he, he has to sure. know, right? I mean, that's what ultimately all of this is about. That's why they've got to suppress any opposing views, because the goal is, is to get 100 percent of Americans submit, submitted to the government under their technocracy plan to where we're all uh, gotten these shots. And then now we're all under their electronic surveillance and they've changed the language to now. Are you up to date? Because the, the plan is for here on to forever. We are now um, human units to be scanned, like Bill Maher said, like a bunch of bananas at the grocery store at the checkout. 
Sure. Well, I mean, what they're basically saying is that democracy is too inconvenient. It's too dangerous. It's, it's not efficient. That what we need is somebody like Dr. Fauci, who's a fascist, who will come and tell us what to do, what to think, what to read, and not question anything. And, you know, that really is scary. And when you look at, at books like this book, you know, where so many mainstream sources say that it's misinformation, even though it's got dozens and dozens of very senior, very high level doctors and scientists who took part in the research and who vetted it and who gave blurbs to it. I mean, there's a blurb from a Nobel Prize winner. So, you know, the whole idea of what misinformation is and what disinformation is has been turned on its head. And anytime you see, anytime any of your, you know, listeners see somebody getting vilified uh, where there's no attack on the actual work that they're doing, but there's an attack on them personally to discredit them, they should start to think that this is just how the system works now. This is how censorship works. And, and this is how freedom of speech gets stifled. And this is how good ideas and real science get pushed aside for science that makes money for people. Well, this is also how uh, under communism, 200 million people have died. People are being killed right now because of this, whether the motivation is strictly about profit or whether it's about profit and power, which I think is both of this was this was the way for the Marxist in our government to to usher us in, into their Marxist utopia. Um, people are dying as a result of it. And our freedoms are are already dead. You know, there I don't, there's no such thing as a red state in this country. There's pockets of tyranny at every aspect of this country. And it's up to us as American citizens to take it back. And one of the ways that we can do it is by being armed with the truth and information. The book is The Real Anthony Fauci. Where can they get it? Uh, so Amazon is the best place to get it now. Okay. They've, they've censored some books in the past, but they're not doing that right now. So, you know, they, they ship within 24 hours. So that's a good place. And, and I agree that, that buying books like this, you know, watching alternative shows, listening to alternative shows is kind of an act of revolt. And it's an act of of civil disobedience saying that, you know, we're not going to allow people to tell us what to think. We want the actual information ourselves so that we can make decisions by ourselves. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for, for publishing this book. It comes at expense and, um, and, and I appreciate your, your efforts and thank you for being here tonight. Thanks for having me on. All right. Now y'all stay tuned. Speaking of fighting for freedom, the Truckers for Freedom Rally. We're going to be talking about it when we come back from uh, New American writer Rebecca Terrell. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kish. I just realized I should be wearing a trucker hat for y'all to see on the Facebook live stream. Since I'm here to, right now, we're about to talk about this amazing freedom rally to end the mandates up in Canada. Joining me to discuss is Rebecca Terrell with the New American Magazine. She's actually been with New American, I think, since 2009. She is now senior editor, focusing on all things related to health, energy, and environmental issues. She's actually even a licensed practical nurse and holds a master's degree of business administration and marketing. Rebecca Terrell, girl, what do you not know about? 
there's a lot I don't know about but boy don't you wish you were in Ottawa right now I do and I even hate the cold I grew up in the south I'm from New Orleans I don't want to be hanging out in the freezing cold but I would give anything to be in a big rig right now making my way to Ottawa tell everybody the latest and what's going on with this well they are bound and determined they're going to stay there until their uh, demands are met but all of the media push back against them that's saying that they're haters and they're you know racist and all these horrible things. It absolutely is not true. It has been very, very peaceful. They have cleaned up any of these uh, monuments that have been defaced um, and they have positioned truckers around these monuments and war memorials and things to make sure that nothing else, no other damage occurs. They're encouraging everyone to pray for their prime minister, pray for these elected officials and these bureaucrats that are pushing all these mandates. Mm -hmm. And how often do you hear that message of pray for your enemies? Well, that's a really I, I, I didn't even know that. That's one of the things that I hadn't heard about as as related to this. I mean, I've heard that uh, Trudeau has had come out and issued a statement and said, look, I'm supportive of of rallies, you know, the kinds that are peaceful and respectful, like Black Lives Matter. I'm not supportive of rallies like this that deny science and are mean and horrible. And I'm thinking, OK, I, I don't know how the rallies went uh, re- regarding Black Lives Matter up in Canada, but down here. Here, uh, Rebecca Terrell, it was um, burning down entire neighborhoods, beating business owners over the head with two by fours and killing cops. So I don't know who's buying his baloney up there, but I'm glad to know that he's being prayed for wherever he is. Because did he not skip out of Ottawa? Well, we don't know. It's from an undisclosed <laughs> location that he's issuing. It looks to me like some type of a resort or a retreat that where he is right now. From, but but it is the the narrative is absolutely Orwellian. The lovely thing is everyone's waking up. Yes, everyone's waking up to it. And now the a lot of truckers from the United States have gone up there to back up their brothers in Ottawa, their brothers and sisters, and once. They get the job done up there. They have vowed to come here, and there are going to be a lot more trucks, and they're going to D.C. Well, they already have a Facebook page dedicated awesome. to it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, they've raised the Freedom Convoys raised, according to your article, more than $7 million. So they've got the money to sit there and wait oh, a while you know and ride yeah. it out until they get the change they want in, in Ottawa, right? Absolutely. And you know what? That article that you're quoting was two days ago. They've raised more than $9 million. Now that's Canadian dollars. So that equates to about $7 million uh, U.S. uh, today. And it keeps rising. It keeps going up. There's so many people supporting them. I tried to donate and I couldn't. Somebody told me that was because the GoFundMe page got taken down. But it's not. It's up. And, And the money is getting... Uh, getting to the people it's supposed to get to. Well, so, I look. Uh, yeah, according to your article, uh, a couple of contributors of note. One is Elon, Elon Musk, and he tweeted out Canadian truckers rule. And uh, then yeah. Don Jr. contributed as well. You know, we do need this here in the United States. I mean, people think that what because we don't have as bad of the mandates um, like in Canada or Australia that we've got freedoms here. We don't have freedoms here, particularly for children in our schools that are forced to be abused all day long, wearing masks for eight hours. We've got hospitals that are denying proven treatments for Americans in this country. Exactly. And it's like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. mentioned this at the Defeat the Mandates rally last 
Sunday, uh, last weekend, on the 23rd of, of January, and I got to go. It was wonderful to be there. But he said no one ever complied their way out mm-hmm. of tyranny. That's and right. it's absolutely true. There, there is no, there's no gradation. There's no gray level. Uh, sure, somebody might have more onerous restrictions than we do, but it's all a violation of our rights. Right. No matter, and, and you can't say, oh, well, it's not that bad. Yes, it is. If they're violating your rights, it's bad. Absolutely. And I'm so glad we we have a theme tonight on R.F. Kennedy Jr. I just had the publisher of his book on the show. And uh, then we talked about him at the open because I'm disturbed by Joe Rogan backing off and some of his comments today uh, about Spotify, mm. because, you know, um, it's not Dr. Malone and Dr. McCullough who should be considered controversial. Freedom, the freedom to try a therapeutic should not be considered right. controversial in this country. Exactly. Especially a therapeutic with a 65 year track record of safety and efficacy and one that is labeled by the World Health Organization as an essential medicine worldwide because of all the positive benefits of it. Well, yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah, but and I do have to say, too, a mm-hmm. lot of other countries are, it's not just the United States and Canada. There are so many other trucker convoys that are coming together. Australia, Finland, Netherlands, Spain, Italy, Hungary, Portugal, Romania, Lithuania. It is crazy. All of these trucker convoys are kind of, are doing the same thing. Well, like, I'd like to see in Canada. We're going to do it too. Oh, well, I love it. I, you know, I'd like to see a convoy come up out of Mexico because the DHS and nobody's really talking about this a week ago. <sighs> so said that uh, you know coming coming into the country via any land entry. Um, would have to be met with a vaccine, be proof of vaccine or proof of a, of a negative. I don't even think they're going to accept proof of a negative test at this point. Well, we had NAFTA. We get a lot of our we get a lot of our goods and our produce coming up from Mexico. This is good. we're already struggling with our with our our, our supply chain. So you know we're going to have a problem here real soon. Well, why don't we just let the illegal aliens bring the produce in? Because they can come in without any vaccine. <laughs> yeah, they're telling us they got to come here so that they work at the fields. Maybe they need to bring the strawberries with them, right, Rebecca Sorrell? Oh, I'm telling you. And, you know, another thing, I heard one of the um, convoy, the chief of finance for the, for the Freedom Convoy in Canada, Tucker Carlson interviewed him the other night, Benjamin Victor, and he said, now he's a trucker in Canada, and he has had his vaccine, so he can go back and forth across the border. He said he pulled up to the border agent the other day, pulled out his phone just to, so he could scan it, you know, show his vaccine passport. The border agent said, I don't need it. He said, what? He said, no, it, you pulled it, you popped up on a computer as you were pulling up. Oh, wow. So they are scanning people remotely. And wow. if they can do it at the border, they can do it anywhere. And Dictor told uh, Tucker Carlson, he said, and y'all can thank us because Justin Trudeau, the Biden administration wasn't going to use this technology at the border. T- uh, Justin Trudeau lobbied the Biden administration and got it done wow we've so. done we've been doing a lot of segments here on technocracy and how that has played into this this movement this is about yep. ultimately ushering us in through the use of the demands of of shots to have us you know get into you know the the system and all be under under the right. technocracy thumb of the government then down the mm-hmm. road we're all in these little communities where we've got our social credit score every no digital currency social credit score um, being, you know, and, and can't check out the grocery store week till we've proven that we're up to speed with what the government, how the government wants us to behave. That's where this That's is right. going. So thank you so much for being here. Tell everybody how they can uh, support your work. 
Absolutely. Well, we are at the newamerican.com and you can access our special COVID-19 information page that will give you all the all the tools you need to protect yourself, to protect your family and to protect our country. Well, thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Have to, have to have you back real soon. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because I got a story. I started the show by talking about my man, Joe Burrow, out of Louisiana. And I'm going to end the show with a story out of Louisiana. But it's, 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 a, um, it's a warning to, not, to be careful who you trust. And that includes the Hollywood celebrities pretending that they're going to come to help you. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. So after Katrina, which was just, uh, you know, I've, I've lived through multiple hurricanes, but nothing, of course, was like Katrina. After, after which Brad Pitt and his Make It Right Foundation was going to build 109 uh, affordable homes in what we call the Lower Ninth Ward. Uh, The majority of them are riddled with construction-related problems like mold, termites, rotting wood, flooding, and beyond. I believe um, only, I think, maybe six remain standing. Um, uh, They, uh, Brad Pitt is nowhere to be found. They spent supposedly $26 million in uh, building these, but at uh, 2018, by 2018, they were spending more in legal defense than they were in trying to fix the problems in these homes. Um, and this article comes from somebody who um, it does investigations of nonprofit housing developments. And this is an example of people, these lefty feel-gooders that think they're going to go in and save the low and and minority and impoverished people and end up just making their lives a living hell. These homes that were built, and I saw two of them when I went down there, were were little boxes built up on stilts, flat roofs, didn't even have rain gutters. They were missing things like rain gutters, overhangs, waterproof paintings, um, all of which are necessary in New Orleans tropical climate and heavy rainfall. The homeowners and the, and the people who moved in bought these homes. And so they weren't renting, so they didn't have a landlord to go and get any kind of help. And Brad Pitt is nowhere to be found, of course. And um, this is a disaster for these people, some of which are suffering severe health issues from mold and have been left financially ruined. Be careful who you trust and who you believe is going to come in to try to rescue you. It's usually a lefty with so-called good intentions and nothing but uh, hell on the other end of it. Thanks for being here. See you tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.